Is there such a thing as higher awareness? Hello, my name is Stephen Russell Lacey, and this is the first of a series of six podcasts asking how we can link ourselves with love and light. One of the great questions of life. I start with the sense of awe and wonder. Maybe you can vividly recall, with perhaps wistful longing, a wonderful place in your childhood. Perhaps one where there were times of peace and fleeting joy. Or as an adult, you may remember being in a beautiful setting. There might have been a sunset. Anyway, you felt calm and content and you were touched by a sense of awe as you took the whole scene in. People can hold special places as sacred. Perhaps there was one where you unaccountably felt as though you were part of the immense living creative life. This is an experience that many can remember having at some time or other. Did you desire to be at one with nature and at one with other human beings? One view is to say these are experiences of the soul in harmony with universal spirit. How can we feel alone when we sense being part of a mysterious life force? A very different understanding is based on a natural way of looking at things. Science teaches that knowledge only comes from information available to the senses, as interpreted using logic. And consequently, we are often told that the idea of any ultimate reality, unseen by its measuring instruments, must be just fantasy. So, among other things, biology measures physiological processes, anatomical structures and genetic material. In other words, it studies how things appear. There is an order within nature that science unravels. Yet, I personally take the view that scientific research misses out on deeper awareness. It omits a human perception that penetrates beyond what the eye can see, one that can lift you out of yourself and connect you with a living force. This awareness means that when we look at nature, we can get a sense of immense power and beauty, a sense of something you can't physically see, being expressed through what you can see. Even though science itself is blind to what it cannot observe with its technology, many individual scientists can't help but marvel at the laws of nature. I'm thinking, for example, of the predictability of gravity that keeps the planets in their orbits and the incredible structure of the human body which sustains life. Many scientists feel a sense of astonishment and fascination. 
These feelings drive a lifetime curiosity to discover more. You can choose to think that the laws of the universe come by mere chance, or you can question if they come through some sort of hidden intention and design. A universal spirit independent of time and space. In fact, one that lasts forever. One that is all-knowing, all-powerful, and present everywhere. So, if so, how might we recognise this sort of transcendence? When we manage to quieten our natural, natural desires and anxieties, then we may find ourselves in touch with what many people call our higher self. So this happens when we experience a sense of oneness of all. It is the perception that everything is somehow connected and part of something beyond us. And throughout history, people have reported this higher consciousness. Some mystics speak of being at one with the all, with the infinite, or with the absolute. But what do they mean? They use adjectives that have no nouns. The all of what? The infinite of what? The absolute of what? William James was one of the most influential philosophers of the United States and was known as the father of American psychology. He wrote of something more. In other words, that there is a life of the spirit which is something more than sensory awareness. It is from beyond even the reflective experience of meditation. He was impatient with every kind of dogmatism, yet even before writing his masterpiece, The Varieties of Religious Experience, he suggested that at some time in your life you are faced with a choice, an inescapable choice. It is whether or not to accept this idea of the transcendent. He felt that not choosing itself becomes a choice. The idea of the transcendent can be genuinely embraced. And the decision to do so, he said, would be momentous. He felt this attitude would provide a unique opportunity that will make a significant difference in your life. In the second podcast in this series, I will be asking whether love and light indicate transcendence, and are they universal?